The future of mankind is being guided behind closed doors. Since we're all strangers to each other, let's get acquainted with the drink, shall we? Explode the sunlight here, gentlemen. You explode the universe. They're coming for you, Barbara. You mean the kind from up there? Yes, it does seem strange, but it's nice and solid. This could only happen because the electrode ray is off. Their evil bodies turn the strongest man into jelly. Then your party will really begin. Didn't have anything for breakfast but two raw eggs and a mug of honey. Ladies and gentlemen, you have stumbled across the Never Showing podcast. The only podcast that is uh, named Never Showing. Uh, With me are two very fantastic gentlemen. I will introduce the first one. He's a wealth of knowledge. He uh, he enjoys long walks along the beach and holding hands. It's Lachlan. How are you today, Lachlan? What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> yes, yes, good. <laughs> um, now, on my left-hand side here, the, my left-hand man here, uh, he's dangerous. He's exotic. He, uh, he has a wild mane of hair. It is John. Mm. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. I've got my uh, my two lovers here. You know, we just have a really nice mutual benefit. We all sleep together in the same thing. And um, I'm sure nothing is going on between, you know, my boyfriend here and, and the store clerk. You know, I'm sure it's all on the up and up. It, it's it's all uh, all above board, obviously. Yeah. Has, has he has he been to the dentist yet? No, no. Um, but he assures me he's clean. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you haven't guessed already, um, where on earth have you been? We are... We, we have to, we are forced and compelled to during this time to talk about Tiger King. We can't, like it, it'd be a crime not to, right? Yeah, it would. I mean, we held off this long. We, we fought really hard. It's been, it's really been a long hard. couple of weeks. I've been, we, mm. I've been wanting to do it for three weeks. I know Doug's been wanting to be doing it. I think, Lachlan, you haven't been that, well, you've been a little bit enthusiastic. Well, I, I was putting it off because, you know, it's, it's. I thought, uh, what are these two idiots talking about now? You know, is this another Fast and Furious? Is this another... Because <laughs> we know uh, that you're allergic Nick? to fun. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to... Um, can I just... Before we get, launch into this, I actually started watching John Wick at 8 o'clock last night. <coughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. I finished. I've never seen it. I finished John Wick 3. At one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Oh, they they are bingeable. I and because have they not happen enjoyed within minutes of each other. It's it's so good to like watch them in that way. Yeah, and yeah. and I just just like this is a bit of a tangent, but I want to say it on on air so that I am I actually have to I'm going to hold myself to this, guys. I've been thinking about this. Now that they're all on Netflix, I think I'm going to actually sit down and do a 24 hour Fast and Furious. <gasps> Yeah. Oh gosh, I feel Ooh. like this is the the part with the uh, like th- we've done it, Doug. We've had a breakthrough. Yeah, this is this is the pinnacle. This is, this is, I oh mean, I don't want to, but I feel like I have this to. This is I like, like action movies to. anonymous and you've had the breakthrough moment, glorious. man. Mm. I just but, I kind of want to sit there and watch you watching them. Like with Can you like yeah, I, I feel like what I should do is just like pick a day and then in between each of the films, call you up for like five minutes just to debrief and then go into the next one. I feel like I just need to... And so like the I feel like you'd be crying after the fourth one. And by the seventh one, you'd be crying in joy. It's been a long... <laughs> like, yeah, well... Oh, hang on. That's not we'll how the song see. goes. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll take it, a book. Yeah, um, I don't know how that's... See you yeah. again. Because I'll There's see something you about- again. <laughs> I, look, I don't understand this joke, but I probably will soon. The Can, look, Lachlan, I mean, the only the, request the, the, I have, I'm sorry, man. The only request yeah, we have okay. before we get back on is I want 
you to live stream you watching Fast and the Furious <laughs> oh, for, the, for the entire, for the entire time. time. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we'll I think it has to happen, <laughs> and then occasionally you guys can jump on to keep me company. Yeah, all right, it'll be like it'll Shia be LaBeouf. Exactly like Shia LaBeouf. We watched all of his shows, and uh, and like it'll just be you in a darkened room, like crying, <laughs> laughing, <laughs> pointing at things. Like, well, just... if if our listeners think that that would be a good thing for me to do, uh, <laughs> let us know on the on. And if there's enough Please votes, do. I will do it. Please. Um, do. Okay, listen, but the thing is, like, I don't trust your sense of music, uh, you know, movies. Um, and so, <laughs> trust anything, really. But so you guys, you, but it was a couple other people who said, look, you have to watch Tiger King. Well, this is the brilliant thing about Tiger King. They released Tiger King in the middle of when nobody could actually go outside. <laughs> yeah. And Netflix actually introduced that top 10, like, the same yep. week. So it shows you what the top 10 things people are watching. So, um, it was actually on one of our movie nights. I was just scrolling through, like trying to test to make sure that the, the Netflix party worked correctly. And I saw it there and I'm like, uh, it's number one. I'll, I'll have a look. And I watched 20 minutes of it and I was like, my mind blew. Like, I was just like, this, is this like a mockumentary? Is this like, there's no way these are real people, right? How can they exist? And the, the, the way they set them out is just so perfectly. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger. Mm. I know! That's <laughs> the, that, that was the... I think it was, was it the first one where it ends and it's just it's just um, Joe saying, and that's why Carol Baskin killed her, her husband. No, no that, <laughs> that was, was episode... Like, it was episode three. It was episode it was like, three. Was, it was building and building and building. And then there's this guy who you had only been really like slightly introduced and he goes, yeah, well, you know, Joe really hated her because he thought that she killed her husband and the, you could see the camera drop a little bit as the as the crew's like what are you what? talking about and, and, and actually yeah the guy the guy doing the documentary was like wait wait what 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 <laughs> oh it was just fantastic okay so for for people that don't like own the who live internet under a rock and don't know what time how how would you how would you describe it in one sentence oh gosh that is a hard question <laughs> It's very hard. It's it's incredible. Because there are so many hard. nuances and so many little like, characters and oh gosh, how to summarize it? Cat people be crazy. <laughs> cat people be crazy. Cat people be crazy. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I love I love the fact like you can tell that these these documentary makers went in to tell a story and that story was like um, you know illegal cats in the United States or big game cats <laughs> yeah. in the United States and then they met these people and they're like they're just literally just threw everything out the window yeah. and was just like we, we have to we have to follow these people everywhere because these people are bat shit crazy uh, do you do you guys think um, do you guys think when you first started watching this is like were you expecting the twists and turns? Was it were you as gobsmacked no. as everyone else? Uh, you know what I thought it would be like. I thought it'd be like a little bit like making of a murderer, mm. in the sense that it would tell a story. And I, I, making of a murderer. They're very interesting characters, but they're nowhere near eccentric? as eccentric, eccentric or even like. And this sounds horrible because I know that Joe Exotic is not a nice person. Like, let's get that out of the way. Um, he's, he's not a nice person. N- n- not many of the people, well, actually none of the people really are sort of defending him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, def- yeah. But he is incredibly charismatic. Oh, he's like, yeah. He, 
It's, well, would we say the, would we use the word charismatic or would we say yeah. it's? I, I mean, I, he I, he personifies eccentric. Like that's oh, he's definitely eccentric. No, like uh, he's batshit crazy. But like, it's very obviously when he's talking to people and and like when he's putting on like the um, the, was it the Christmas Day speech? The, for yeah, the like new, he no. does his little speech. People listen. People are attracted to him and. Well, I'm not saying that they're the most sane people in the world, but like he's obviously got a charm. I mean, he charmed two teenage, well, not teenage, like uh, young adult straight guys to become his husband. His husbands. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. You know what he kind of reminds me of, in a sense, is Donald Trump. Whether you agree uh, with him or don't agree with anything, he is entertaining to watch, and you invest like you're sitting there and yeah. I'm the same. I'll be sitting there and I'll be watching a Trump press conference and I don't really care about the the policies or anything he's putting forward. I just watch for the drama, you know, and, and I feel like Joe Exotic's kind of the same. <laughs> like, it's almost like a train wreck. You can't take your eyes off it. You're just fixated on this character because he's just that entertaining and that mesmerizing. You're like, how can this mm. person exist? And then you, you put him in direct comparison to Carol Baskin. Yes, Carol um, Baskin. She's she's eccentric, but she's so low key. Is she though? She, is I think she, she is. I th- like compared to Joe Exotic, and also like it, it, like all the talk that goes around this show is about how Carol Baskin. Like everybody focuses on Carol Baskin and what Carol Baskin did. I mean, forget the fact that Joe Exotic's in jail for twenty two years because he tried to kill Carol Baskin. Everybody's like, oh, she killed she killed her husband. I I've got to infer, do you. I recently, because of quarantine, got onto TikTok. Mm. I know it's it's uh, sad. Uh, I I I am ashamed of myself. Men of our age shouldn't be I, there, Doug. I no. know, I know. But one of the, the the greatest finds that I found on TikTok is the song. Um, you most probably heard it as um, Cal Basket killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> Can't convince me that it didn't happen. And um, I have literally been. I've had that in my head for like the last two weeks like just constantly just dancing you, around you know the, the, house going, Carol you know the thing is about that whole thing though with a husband though is it is just it excites the imagination so much because it is so unresolved and because when you watch her when she does interviews for it and stuff like that she's like yeah he left like like very nonchalantly mm. and it's like y- y- you tend to be suspicious of that um, like the lot, and even even now, like when she was talking about it, she'd like do a little giggle afterwards, and you're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, you've killed him." Like the nope, you've killed the, him. the production, <laughs> the um the reality producer of me just says like you could easily edit that all together to to make it appear that way, but when they include interviews from the husband's family and all that sort of stuff, like it's just mm. it's just enough doubt. It's kind of yeah. just yeah. enough doubt to raise suspicions and and sort of tickle that that curiosity. When you had their yeah. lawyer, you had their, you know, had the family, you had all these people around, and you even had the investigator going, "Yeah, there was stuff that would didn't feel stuff. right." Um, do Do you think they made her out to be the bad guy within the series? I don't think. I think. I think the whole thing was set up to be, and this is so nerdy, a Shakespearean tragedy. When you look at when you look at because it's about Joe, it's about Joe Exotic, but it's about essentially if you looked at these two characters as like a, a separated Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. 
<laughs> Neither one of them is as good as each other, but they just are spiraling down. They kind they, of bring out the worst in each they, other, don't they? It's it's this war. It's this mm. war, and 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 they don't. They're not happy by the end of it. They're not resolved. Like Carol, <laughs> no one's happy. happy by no the one's end happy, end happy by the end of it. I mean, except for the guy that got new teeth. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> Was his name Rob, Robert? Robert yeah. Finley or something like that. Yeah. Um, Lachlan, just sorry, really quickly, Doug. That is a um, that is a video essay right there. A comparison to Macbeth to Tiger oh. King. <laughs> you should pen that. I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting Lachlan to like post that up onto YouTube, going, "Hey guys, have you ever thought about Tiger King and how it relates <laughs> yeah. to sup you cooleth cats and kittens?" <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, but I mean, we've only really talked about the two, Joe Exotic and and um, Carol Baskin. Uh, I need to I need to stop and I need to just take a moment to bring everybody's attention to Doc Antler or Doc Antle, Antle. Oh. or his his name Bagavan Antle. Yeah, that is a um... what is what is that guy on? Because his eyes terrify me. <laughs> the entire time he's been interviewed, he does not blink, and he's they're wide as and I, honestly like. I'm afraid that I, I know that man has killed people. I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I am waiting for mm. the, uh, the news report to come out that, you know, they've all drunk the Kool-Aid and like, I'm, I'm serious. He, it, he, it had, he has the harem, doesn't he? And they all have separate houses. It is so and I love culty. how they just drop that in there to begin with. Like he's taking them around on his little golf cart and he's like, and those are the houses where, um, where all my uh, girlfriends live. That's the other thing and that got me, like, man, is like everything, everything was so nonchalant. Shalom. It was just kind of like, yep. oh yeah, here's this, here's that. Check it out. This isn't weird. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's the same as like the um, the apparently rich guy that came in and, and oh, funded. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> did, did anybody like? I I got so frustrated because I never saw him without his bandana on. But he he was he was bald on top and had a massive white rat's tail. Am yeah. I am I wrong? Oh, did he a rat's tail? I don't know. It was it was like well, I mean it. it to me, it was a rat's tail. It might have been like a like a like a mullet type esque. Oh my god! He's definitely yeah, sixty year old pretending to be thirty. I yeah. loved I loved the there was a meme going around going Jeff White. Oh no, because he, he what he did was Jeff did a uh, an ask me anything on Reddit, and uh, like he just put it out there, and so many great <laughs> ones came out of that. But one of the most memorable was uh, why why do you resemble a human monster a can of monster energy and that was yeah that that is that that's a character but can i can i just say and and this is this is weird because i'm the one bringing this up what is the go with how much sex is in this show like these are not attractive people big cats man big cats just bring out that wild nature obviously I mean, I mean, clearly I don't know because, you know, I have a You don't sweet have a big little, cat. I've got a sweet little petite Stafford, but... Look, there are so many jokes that regard pussy in this <laughs> section and I am withholding. I just want to, like, I just want to say that, like... Oh, look, yeah. I'm withholding. Thanks, John. I mean, Doug. Look, <laughs> we had a talk about this before we start and, you know, we, there was a talk of a buzzer to, like, say, you know, to try and keep me under control. I'm <laughs> restraining myself, but, yeah... Damn. But you're like my you're like my id. I rely on you to say it so that I don't have yeah, to. Yeah, that's it. The amount of pussy <laughs> in this show, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> caged um, pussy as well it, that just wants to get out and get on top of things. I mean, whoo <laughs> The the amount of like 
over the top craziness in in this show and then you 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 dial it back with these really dark moments like the first dark moment i think of is the the woman that used to work with doc antle and she's sort of sitting in her Mm. room and going over memories and talking about how she was forced to get implants and that's just horrific like absolutely horrific and and the big what i felt was the big moment of the show when they played the footage uh, the security cam footage, and I, I guess we should have said spoilers at the start of this, but whatever. Um, We're saying uh, it now, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> the campaign manager for Joe oh, Exotic is sitting dude. there, and you—it's explained that um, Joe Exotic's husband is in the other corner, and he just puts a gun to his head and and shoots and. Watching the aftermath of that, like the CCTV footage of the campaign manager react to that was so sobering compared to like the crazy shit that was happening in the, like it it was so easy to think that this was all just like crazy fiction until that moment. And then you're like, holy crap, this is real. Yeah, man. It's just insane. It is. And it's the expression on his face and you couldn't write it. Hey, um, real serious note as well. Um, if anyone is thinking or, or have some thoughts um there is help out there and you should contact someone if you are if yeah. you are feeling a little bit beyond blue lifeline um they're all available online as that's well that's it so yeah, yeah uh that's that's cool if you need to do that that's something you should definitely do but yeah um it's 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 one of those moments man cuz that's the thing about this it's so bipolar in the fact that you mm. have these really crazy moments where you just it's so over the top and even the points where it was like I was questioning my own like, it, is this normal? Like, have, have I not been living a normal life? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, some yeah. really serious tones, and it's it is it was a wild ride, that is for sure. And, and the craziest thing that was barely touched upon was the fact that Joe Exotic was actually a chief of police for a small Texan town. I know. But you know what? That still doesn't surprise that man me. was responsible for law and order in a small <laughs> county of Texas. Can, like, can you just imagine? Well, I mean, I can understand why he's an ex-cop that's, as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the show Reno 911 was, was based on. <laughs> based on that. Yeah. He, he's just... He's a fascinating character because he represents the extreme that we can go to because he was there were moments where he was getting angry at his staff or when he was like furious at this person and and you're laughing at him and you're, you're thinking god this is weird but at the same time you go i've i've had that thought i've mm. i've had that desire okay yeah and and like when he's when he's like going because he's very full you know when he's talking about the um the big cats he's, he's got a lot of uh, philosophy behind him whenever he's talking about the cats and the moment for me that made me go, this guy's a victim of the world he he lives in, is when he took the chimps to the, the park and he goes, did I rob these creatures of happiness for this many years? Like, it was, it was he was sitting there and he was giving a, a, a interview and he just gets up and just vomits everywhere because of, he's feeling like ill about everything. And you just go, this guy is a victim of his own bullshit, essentially. Like, he spoke himself, like, he spoke Joe Exotic into being. 
Yeah. And then was trapped there. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the more appropriate way of putting it is that, like, he built this lie or this this characterization and then he had to live up to it um which i think is very interesting and it was which is why like immediately there's already like they've already bought the rights to make a film to this mm. um because it is it's a, it's a huge it is it's such a huge overwhelming mm. stranger than fiction story carol baskin's uh, getting a spin-off carol baskin she has to right um so many questions yeah. unanswered need closure <laughs> So I, I think this is too big for us to do individual pitches. What I'm thinking is we're going to have to collab. We're going to have to talk this yeah. through. Oh, wait. This is um, like a uh, Tiger King endgame, right? Assemble. Yes. Yeah, assemble. We <laughs> yes. need all hands on deck to handle this one. Um, so, yeah, we'll just we'll take a quick break. Uh, and then when we're, we come back, we will be talking more craziness than Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. My name is hey, John. this is Doug. This is Lachlan, and I just wanted to say, this is the Never Showing. Never Showing. I believe they call this the Never Showing. Welcome to the Never Showing Podcast. Please continue to listen. We do all our own stunts. Gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I can't really add anything to this story that would make it more entertaining. Like, the way that I look at it, you've got Joe Exotic as the main character. Uh, and his crazy obsession with Carol Baskin. You've got Robert Kirkham, the ex-crack addict, <laughs> documenting his every move, hoping to sell it to like reality television. Uh, you've got all the crazy, like it's it's almost like like off. You know the the US version of The Office, like characters like them within a zoo setting. Um, and you've got Doc Antle and his harem of ladies in Florida. Like, what else can you add to it? I don't know. Really? This is the struggle. Because when we talked about doing this, and I, I started writing down some notes, and I'm like, well, how can I make it bigger? How can I make it more Hollywood? It is already Hollywood. If anything, we need mm. to strip it back. Or, I don't yeah. know, take it to a, another level. The only th- comparison I could bring it to of that level of overtopness is, like, James Bond. Like literally, like Carol Basket <laughs> in a big, evil tiger dome with little tiger cat things, and I don't know a hick version of, of Joe Exotic. Hey, all you cats <laughs> and kittens, welcome to the Thunderdome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, well, actually, it's... with her husband in the background just singing to her. No, the husband in the background on the leash, with the <laughs> leopard. Oh, that might actually work as a Mad I Max sequel. You, you never know, my man. Honey. You know what I thought of when I thought about making a film like this. Is I thought of um, Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers. Mm, okay, I think that's the angle that I would like to see. Dude, I think I'd like to see. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm just dude. As in, like, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? That yeah. is exactly what it is. You followed you, you followed Joe Exotic as the main character and his obsession with Carol Baskin. You followed Carol Baskin as like a a crazy psychotic as well, and you've got this 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 crack addict, like worn out, craggy faced. Um, sort of jaded person that's kind of a big sleaze let's face it like this guy was just money 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 um uh, following them around and following their every move um and it's that idea of like joe exotic played up to that character because he was getting that attention and he thought he was going to be famous you know it was very much a natural born killer story in that in that vibe um so that's kind of i would i would take it in that that sort of vein where it's sort of told through that lens of like robert downey jr's character in natural born killers is constantly like in the background mm. 
Um, and that's the way I'd like to see Robert Kirkham's character. So for those people who haven't seen Natural Born Killers, what are you? What's the reference there? What are you trying to? Oh, well, it's so stylistic. The, the, the big like it's it's very very stylistic. It's basically a Bonnie and Clyde story for the mid nineties, where on acid media obsession, the media obsession that comes with their their killing spree across America, they're doing it to become famous, like, okay. and it's that to me that it's it's a very dark comedy vibe. Mm. Um, so I, I could definitely see that working in this it's, in this scenario. Yeah, it's worth mentioning as well that our, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is very much about centralizing the story as well, like yes. really amping it up and to the point where it yeah. almost becomes a product of the actual story itself. Um, yeah. It's a really, that's man, that's such a good angle. Why didn't I think of that? Um, you know, <laughs> and he had, I'd love to see him reprise his role as the Australian talking Credit to Robert Downey Jr. His Aussie accent is pretty good, even though he is doing kind of a, 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 yeah, a comedic yeah. he impersonation. Did, he did the Aussie accent in Tropic Thunder too, actually. Yeah, yeah but that was that <laughs> wasn't a, a proper Australian <laughs> yeah, accent. Um, I, I I would layer. I'd like to layer that with a another sort of um, meta angle. Um, uh, a stupid and futile gesture. I don't know if you a futile and stupid gesture. It's got Will Forte. It's a Netflix original. It's about the guy who started yes. um, the National uh, Lampoon. National Lampoon. That's it. And the way that that's all Breaks done the fourth is wall. It's, it's breaking the fourth wall. It's got this narration, and then essentially it's it's him going, "Look, that's not me. That's that's not Will Forte. Is not what I looked like." Um, and it's older and younger, like interplaying. That with a little bit of um, that Bob Dylan movie where there was different people playing Bob Dylan from different aspects of his life. Oh, I'm not I there yet or... I'm not there. Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should know who's di- who directed that. But uh, um, anyway, yeah, I, I feel like that as well, I think would, would add a really interesting take because... This is this is part of the problem is that the series does such a good job of telling the story, like everyone knows the story now. So how do you tell that again? Um, how do you tell that story in a new, fresh way? So I think you'd really yeah. have to play with that. Just quickly, it was Todd Haynes who directed. I'm not there, yeah. so I um, really shouldn't know that. I I do like that because there's the you could almost look at it as there is a multifaceted level to Joe Exotic. There's the entertainer, there's the goofball, and then there's that psychotic angle mm. so you could get like three different actors to play those three different sort of levels um i i feel like i have to throw one name into the ring and i feel like this person is absolutely perfect uh denny mcbride oh well that's a given right east east down uh, eastbound and down denny mcbride so like eastbound and down is a story where he's like an aged um baseball player and he's, he's coming back into it because he loves the spotlight and he loves the cocaine and the women and everything like that. Um, I feel like he would be the best version of like the the darker side of Joe Exotic because I just feel like he'd still be angry and, and, and funny, but still like like he's got a hint of menace to him. So I would put him up for at least one of the, like at least to play part of the Joe Exotic role. Can I, can I throw two names out? And I, I'm not sure what type of movie we're making yet, but I would like Carol Basket, and I mean this in all due respect to Carol Basket, which is a terrible sentence because you know the next thing's going to be insulting. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Um, John C. Riley to play Carol Basket with Will <laughs> Ferrell playing her current husband. <gasps> no, 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 no. I had Will Ferrell. I had Will Ferrell for Doc Antle. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that like, makes sense. Hundred percent. 
dark answer with the crazy yeah, eyes. Uh, and the, I, yeah, she killed him. <laughs> I, totally. You know, who, you know who would have been perfect for that is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he would have been so uh, good yes. for Doc Antle. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I can see where you're going <laughs> with the John Cena. Yeah. Right. <laughs> John, who, you, who would you have as your uh, as your Joe Exotic? Look, man, to be honest, the I wrote down a couple of names today, and for some weird reason, this guy just kept coming back to me. David Spade. Just, yeah, it's the Joe Dirt, man. You can't I get away that's from it. The Joe yeah, Dirt. it's just stuck yeah. with me. Um, I think he's actually campaigning for it. I've, <laughs> I, like I've seen his Instagram account, and he it seems like he is campaigning for this role. You know, he, he would definitely play like the the entertainer side of Joe Exotic really well, like the that. Tiger King. Yeah, the Tiger King part. You know, what's um, plays into Lachlan's sort of Jackal and Hyde sort of. Um, you could have two yeah. Actors. Well, you could you could the whole movie could be structured as you know Tiger King, Joe Exotic, and then Joe whatever his last name is that I can't pronounce. Like you could actually and the, have Joe Maldonado could be like the actual narrator. Like and and I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw a name in for that one. Margot Robbie, I mean, okay. she's great in everything. Let's be honest. I, but, but I think I she think was, Margot she Robbie was put out there. To begin she was put with out too. there, and yeah. and I thought that's a silly idea. <laughs> and then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, she would do a really good job yeah. of of that. But if you if you broke the personality up into the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, and then uh, again Joe, what's his yeah. whatever his name is, um, Maldonado, I think it is. Yeah. 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 Which and it's got so many hyphens. I kind of, I kind of like this angle that we're taking because I feel like it's it's very telling to the to the now times as well. Um, so I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I feel like Doc Antle has to be Will Ferrell, but let's let's keep John C. Riley as Carol Baskin <laughs> just... as as a close as a close second. Could we put Kathy Bates because oh, she damn. has I was that? Say Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates misery style mm. would be ideal in that role too. I yeah, I, I look another name that just um. I also had written down, I only managed to cast two, and uh, that was, I've forgotten his proper name, but the campaign manager, um, mm. Seth Green. Not Seth Green, um, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah, I yep, can see yep. Seth Rogen. I can see Josh Seth Rogen. Gad. Josh Gad would do a pretty good Josh job. Josh Gad would do a really good job too. Um, for the for the, the husbands, the Robert and the younger one that sadly um, takes his yep. own life, um, I felt like... <laughs> Zac Efron, right? And Zac Efron. I I thought Zac Efron for the one that took his life. I do. I I'm there, really, man. Really I feel you. That. Like he he yeah, ticks yeah. all the boxes. For the one without any teeth, I actually thought of um. Oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. I forget his name as well. I've just he's had all these teeth replaced. Actually, he looks much more um. He does. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be like very uh. What's the word um. Teethist? Teethist? Teethist. Like people, you don't have to have teeth to have be- to be beautiful. You can you can be toothless and and beautiful on the inside, I guess. How to Train Your Dragon proves yeah, exactly. That. Jay Baruchel, actually, Jay Baruchel would be really good in, oh, in one of those roles too. A, a beefier James, uh, a beefier Jay Baruchel could play meth uh, meth teeth. Robert, sorry, that's really terrible. That's a horrible. That's say. a horrible. <laughs> but but you I mean, could play it's, Robert. It's it's true. It's valid. Like he was on it, a lot of meth. It was either meth or Mountain Dew. Let's be honest. It was one of those. <laughs> Don't things. say Mountain Dew because I drink too much, way too much Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, well, there we go. Consider this the ghost of Christmas <laughs> yet to come. <laughs> hey, um, the, the, sorry, sorry yep. to interrupt. One of my favorite characters in this was actually Rick Kirk Kirkham. 
yeah as well yeah uh rick uh rick kirkham is the uh reality tv producer yes yeah have have you guys got any ideas for who could play him he well he's such a no not jim carrey jim carrey you know who like you know who i would really like to see play him Mm. lance henriksen okay the craggy face don't give a f attitude like where would we know lance henriksen from well, he he was um, the um, android out of Aliens. Uh, yep. um, he was also the mentor out of Silence of the Lambs. And he was in the Terminator. No, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. I, no, that's sorry. People also look at I, this is, a, and he's very. I don't know if this is the right pick, but I had Jared Leto. I don't know why. I just feel like he'd love to be in all the like. Like the yeah, like a heavily made heavily up made Jared up Leto. Jared Leto, I feel like he that'd be something he'd want to do. Or he'd be a, <laughs> it could be or his... he could be a tiger. I one of those. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he could be um he could be the um uh blonde, long haired, oh, sunglass the, wearing zookeeper. The manager, yes. Yes. There it is. Definitely. Ah, look at this guys. Look at us. Why are we not working I'm... in Hollywood? No, Lance Lance Henriksen was in Terminator. He, Lachlan, he yeah, along, actually, he, he was he one of the police officers. Bill, he, along with Bill Paxton, are often cited as actors who have played characters that have been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator. There you go. So it's there been we go. Fact checked by Lachlan. It's the trifecta. It's the trifecta. They they were they were killed by the tri, the, yeah, by the, the trifecta. Creature feature trifecta. That's awesome. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, I I. I'm digging what we're laying down. We need to choose the right director, though, because mm. it is such such a fine line between making this an all-out goofball comedy and making this too serious. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is the director. That's that's my guess. Okay. I actually was thinking Adam McKay. So Adam McKay has made Talladega Nights. He made... Um, a bunch of other Will Ferrell movies, but he also made The Big Short with Steve Carell mm. and um, uh, Brad Pitt, uh, and he made Vice. Do you feel like he's at that point of career, though, of his career, sorry, where he uh, would do those sort of things? I feel like he just wants to do something else at the moment, Adam. I don't know, because like, I think he's, he's attracted to the outrageous fiction. So like the story of Vice is actually when you uh, if you watch it you you the whole time you're like they actually fucking did that yeah, yeah. holy crap and same with the Big Short like it's like these guys knew these guys knew holy moly and then it's it's a very sort of outrageous feeling you know uh, I, I'd throw in Steven Soderbergh okay ooh uh, yeah because Logan Lucky was really good like um but I mean everything he, he does, does is really great. good ensemble casts yes. Too. So that would yes. be that would be a perfect sort of match. For Actually, him yeah, I have to agree well. with you, Lachlan. I, I think I'd like that. Um, the I'm going to throw in someone who uh, is kind of an unknown, um, Bart Layton. Layton. Bart Layton. Bart Layton. He um he hasn't done a lot of comedies, but he's done two movies that I really really enjoyed, which was American Animals and The Imposter. Um, oh. I don't know if okay. every one of you. So American Animals had some really. Uh, again, it was kind of a half doco, <gasps> half yes. Um, Holy, that just that clicked. They did the book, the robbery. book robbery from the um, from the university. From the book yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool that, concept. Yeah, mm, that's mm, my mm. um, that's my pick. And it it was actually a documentary because the people narrating it are the actual people that committed the crime. Mm. 
Exactly. Um, but so, it still had some humorous yeah. bits in it, though. So I, I don't know. Maybe he, he's got comedic timing down. But um, yeah, no, I, f- I feel like that's ooh throwing my, yeah, my curveball in there. Really, yeah. Between that and Steven Soderbergh, like those are really those are two. I've thrown my Adam McKay out as soon as I've heard your guys' ones. They're they're brilliant. Um, the only real question we have left, gentlemen, the big cats, CGI or real ones? Uh, you'd have to get real ones, but then <laughs> I don't know how because Carol Baskin ruined that. So I just want <laughs> screw no, you, I, Carol Baskin. No, but but they don't have that law yet. So like that law hasn't been passed. Like Doc Antle is still using his animals in movies. So. I mean, look, Life yeah. of Pi. Were we all pretty happy with the, with the the tiger in that? Yeah, that that CGI was pretty pretty. Um, damn good um and they can afford a big budget with this one because i feel like it's got a built-in audience already yeah. i feel like it's going to be a netflix original yeah. it has to be a netflix original just because they'll want to oh that uh, means ben affleck's going to be involved <laughs> <laughs> who owns the rights to it like do we do we know if netflix owns the rights um because no i'll, I'll have a look at that. you guys keep talking i'll, I'll look into it it's um like I said, it's just such a, a larger than life story um, that I would really, really like to see it portrayed in a fictionalized way, um, and using those those tools that you can't use in a documentary. So using using that uh, theme of of media manipulation and using that sort of fourth wall breaking, uh, three actors playing one character, like these are things that just add so many layers to the the true story. But doesn't make it any crazier, to be realistic. It's still the same level of crazy. So, gentlemen, the, so really, the, the big question is, though, do we, um, do we add closure in our movie? You know what I mean? Like, do we, do we seal it all up nicely, or do we end on a, a big cliffhanger, kind of like what they've done in the documentary series? This is what I see as the big end scene, okay? The whole time we've been questioning, is Carol Baskin, did she kill him? Did she whack him? We don't know. And then... She goes out to a spot in the middle of her, like, zoo. And she sits there with a kitten. And she's just sitting staring at a blank space with no markings, nothing. And she says, goodbye, whatever her husband's name was, and then just walks away. And then cut to an insane asylum where she is sitting in a padded room. (laughs) And it was all a manifestation of her mind. (laughs) Hey, you cats and kittens. Uh, Look, I'm... (laughs) <clears throat> anyway, um, look. Do you know? Have you guys seen who Joe wants to play him in a film? I couldn't find who owns the rights, but have you guys seen who he wants? No, to play no, him? no, no. Well, one of those names is David Spade. Right. So you know, well done, right on. And the other one is Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. So if that doesn't tell you about Joe Exotics, nothing you know, mental will. state, nothing will. Yeah. Um, I feel really sorry for Carol Baskin just as just as we're sort of wrapping up here because. Uh, she says that when they came to her, they pitched it like uh, a Blackfish documentary for the big cats. Now, if you've seen Blackfish, it's yeah. very serious. It's always it's all about freeing, you know, Willie. I um, it, it's it's. I, I think it started that way. I definitely, definitely think it started mm. that way. But they just realized that there was a crazy, crazy story underneath that. My yeah. my only, I I get that, but the only thing is like I feel like. Her and um, Joe Exotic are kind of two sides of the coins. Like yep. she does mm. like to be the center of attention, and she mm. points that out herself. That she does actually like to dress up and make a big scene, 
and yeah. draw, walks into Congress wearing all yeah, the, the, so you know, like, and and the argument could be made that at least Joe is more forthright with how cringy he is. <laughs> she tries, she kind of hides behind this activist sort of platform, mm. and I like I'm not making any judgments here, um, but like that argument could be made is that she kind of disguises what is essentially you know joe exotic behavior by pretending that it is it is in the name of activism but look that's that's the brilliance of this tv series is that like you said there there's no judgment but the brilliance of a documentary and any documentary series is the fact that they leave it open-ended enough for you to judge and for you to make those those because they're essentially selling selling a product and yeah. it does a great job of selling this product. That is, as and a speaking of piece of entertainment, yep. it's amazing. Like you, hands down, yeah. for a documentary, for a lot of people, are like, oh man, is this going to be about you know tigers and conservation? That's so boring. Um, <laughs> it really has injected some excitement into the genre. Uh, and just uh, speaking of uh, leaving it up to the viewer, we leave it up to you, the listener, uh, whether you would like our pitch or not. Um, you can definitely let us know using our socials or you can contact us on that um, on that mountain in Italy. Uh, but socials are most probably best. Never underscore showing at Instagram. Um, never showing on Facebook. Never showing podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us and anchor.fm if you want to leave us a message which we'll play on the show. Man, that's such a nice wrap-up. Yeah, it's beautiful. Can I, um, Do you guys have anything to add? Well, look, the only I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't find a spot for my man Harrison Ford. Um, Jeff Lowe, maybe I could see Harrison Ford with a with a sexy nanny. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll give you that one. I'll throw you that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lowe, Harrison Ford with a bald head and a mullet. That's that's what what we'll do. Har- Harrison Ford as um, Kirkman. He can actually wear his earring in this film. He can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very much allowed. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, and we'll see you next week. Uh, again, next week will be our short form version, Love Letter. Uh, so tune in. Yeah. And All also right. quickly as well, if you entered the competition uh, for uh, last week's episode, uh, be listening because we'll be announcing it. The lucky winner could be you. <laughs> Well, that's all the pictures and time we have for this week. But it doesn't have to stop here. Head over to our social medias, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. All three of us are ready and waiting to discuss all things film, television and pop culture. We also want to hear about your pictures and ideas. If you've got your own take on this week's film, we would love to hear it. And we'll be back next week with more movies and more pictures. So join us here again for the Never Showing Podcast. Your company is always welcome. Especially yours, Harrison Ford. Oh, God, no. no. Oh, my God, he does this every time. He doesn't care. Anyway, until next time, I'm Doug. I'm Lachlan. And I'm John. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time.